Hello, investors, and happy holidays. Welcome to Stocks to Watch. We're excited to speak with Delane Weeks today, Chief Executive Officer of Angkor Resources Corp., a leading resource optimizer in Canada and Cambodia, working towards cleaner, more sustainable mineral and energy solutions. They're listed on the TSXV as ANK and the OTCQB in the U.S. as ANKOF. Delane, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. Well, thanks very much, Ashley. It's also my pleasure here to be joining you. Thank you. So your energy subsidiary, Enercam Exploration, has signed a recent agreement making Encore Resources the oil production owner of 33 vertical wells, the gas capture facility, and all related pipelines and equipment. Now, while one of those partners, Ihill Creek Exploration, will remain the operator of the project, this acquisition is certainly a strategic play by Anchor subsidiary. Maybe you could tell us more about the project, how it integrates well with your current operations, and why you structured the deal the way you did specifically. Sure. I'm happy to, to enter into that. Um, the project itself, uh, oil and gas comes to us in three parts. We get oil. We get gas and we get water. So the previous gas capture project, it had captured all the gases for emissions, but we didn't have any part of the oil production or the water injection or the trucking or the rest of it. So what this project expands to is a 40% interest in all of that. And that ultimately mitigates any risk if the, if the gas prices are low, then when there's revenue from trucking, water disposal, and of course, oil production. It integrates very smoothly because we've worked with this team. We've worked on this pod of production wells, so we know it very, very well. And ultimately, it's completely consistent with our corporate philosophy. So we structured it this way for several reasons. One, it gives us a monthly cash flow starting at the end of January. So it's 60 days after the end of, and our first month would have been November. So we'll get money starting rolling the end of January. And we've already cleaned the emissions from the initial 30 plus wells. So it also puts us in a direct access position to other producers around us that don't have a solution where we can go in and say, hey, we can solve your problem for flaring and venting gases because we've got the capacity to take those. And ultimately it combines, this model combines the funder, the operator and ourselves, all of which have a very strong vested interest. So that's why we structured it in that, in that manner because we thought that was a win-win across the board. Sure, and it also sounds very promising because it's it's a trusted partner of yours. Like you said, you know them, you know the team. Uh, and so that, of course, is very important moving forward. Um, let's talk about the financial projections here. An independent report estimates that the project has a total proven and profitable reserves of 485,000 barrels of oil and a 123 million cubic feet of gas. So that same report estimates, and this is probably the big one here, is a present value of 14 million Canadian probable and proved developed producing oil reserves in total. And that's based on a 10% discount rate. So really, I think at the end of the day, we're interested to hear how much revenue and free cash flow should Anchor's subsidiary expect annually. So let's first qualify it by projections are just that. Um, and because we're based on changes in the price of oil globally or the price of natural gas, there can be great fluctuation in this. 
However, if we said that oil was going to remain at $70 to $75 a barrel, and gas is somewhere between $1.60 and $2.50 per MCF, then ultimately the revenues after royalties and whatnot would, would come to roughly just $2.2 million per year. Mm-hmm. Then we take the payments off of that, and, and we're left with about $1.3 million free cash. Now, when I say free cash, I don't mean Yahoo, we're going to party here. We got it, it's more a case of we have that as usable revenue to cover operating costs. We'll put away at least 25% of that for contingency because there will be workovers on other wells, et cetera. Um, but it what it does is it means we don't have to go back to the market to raise money mm-hmm. in order to exist. So that's the big plus here is that who finally we're not vulnerable to the market conditions. We've got our own cash flow. We can cover operating. Away we go. So I would have to imagine that that's very attractive to potential investors. Yes. Well, I would think so. I mean, personally, I'm look, I'm biased, but I think there's probably no better time to invest in Anchor because now we know we've got one, and and frankly, I'm on a track for providing a couple more revenue streams that would be similar um, over the next. Uh, two quarters in 2024. So if we can get on that, then suddenly not only should the price increase, but we've actually got some additional income that we could potentially dividend out or look at other projects to add on. Mm -hmm. Great. So the financing terms, if we can dive a little deeper into that for the deal specifically and how advantageous were they uh, from Anchor's perspective? Sure. So I want to say, right up front here that our lender made this possible. Our lender is a shareholder of of Anchor and uh, involved in the whole the whole project right from the beginning. So that made the understanding of the project so much quicker. He gets it. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a 10% interest in principal over 10 years. Every 3 years it is reviewed for interest rates. We can pay it out anytime without penalty early. And ultimately, it's it's a win-win. Uh, again, what we did here was if we go to a, a traditional bank and talk oil and gas, forget it. Just mm-hmm. forget it. I mean, <laughs> you, you just save your breath for breathing. Um, but in this particular case, we have someone who understands the industry, understands the play, and says, okay. I'll move forward on these terms. So that was a, a big plus, big plus for us. Sure. Uh, you know, let's talk about your vision and strategy for Anchor and really, you know, what prompts you to take a direction toward niche markets in the resource sector like your carbon capture project instead of positioning as a mainstream resource player? So there's thousands of mainstream resource players. Mm-hmm. And of course, getting the attention of investors out in a marketplace um, becomes really challenging. So our our strategy was, let's get ourselves in a really sound position financially. And then we become, because we're looking at markets that most people aren't, you know, maybe it's in this case, it was a an emissions problem that we said, we can solve this. Mm-hmm. It might be on a mining, it might be a tailings pond and, and cleaning that up. And we can say, ah, that's the kind of thing that we would like to go into in the resource sector and clean it up. So we provide solutions, benefits, and a win-win in whatever projects we take. Now, it might not be the big mother load discovery, 
but it's a much quicker path, much quicker path to cash flow and some self-sustainment of the company. So that's really our strategy here. Um, and I'm kind of excited about it because there's a whole variety of different projects and, and lots to learn about how we might provide a solution there and turn that into cash flow. Yeah, and big solutions here. You know, you talk about emission solutions. A lot of our viewers and listeners are very interested in what kind of solutions you provide. So, Delaine, if you wouldn't mind just breaking it down, you know, in simple terms, what it is and why it's so important for the environment and why it's a stock to watch and something that, that you know, potential shareholders should get interested in and as excited as you are about. Well, our emissions to the atmosphere, um, if we can change that, then we have a part in reducing our carbon footprint mm -hmm. and making that vision for our children and our grandchildren and the next uh, generations um, more achievable. And even as a small company, we can do that. So ultimately, methanes, which come off of production, are 28 times as much problematic for greenhouse gases as straight CO2. So when, when we can capture those and turn them into an alternative energy, um, it's a huge milestone. And now we can reach out to other investors to say, you know, instead of doing 500,000 cubic feet per day, let's go after 2 million cubic feet per day. So that when you fly over, you know, when you they have these methane detectors, right? You fly over and, and it flares up red for all these pockets. Well, you fly over our little pocket, it's black because mm. it's clean. It's done. Mm. You know, it's so what we want to do is is increase that area and capture those other gases and bring them in. Um, again, it, we will we will pursue carbon credits with that as well. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, it cleans the atmosphere, it gives us an alternative source of energy, and it, it responds to that people, planet, profit that I've mentioned so many times, that it just fits. And that, you know, carbon credit pursuit too, fantastic news. Uh, and, and I really appreciate your time, Delane. Delane Weeks, Chief Executive Officer of Encore Resources Corp. Big news uh, here in December, and we're really excited to see what's coming in 2024. We wish you the best. Thank you so much again, Delane. Thank you and happy holidays to each and every one of you. Take care. Mm -hmm.